0: delightful little ragamuffins. I'm John Miller and this is another episode of Everybody Trades. And if you know me, and obviously you do incredibly well if you're listening to this, you know I can't resist weighing in on a story involving the NBA and South Park and freedom of speech and free economics, the whole deal. Come on. You know I was going to weigh in on this whole controversy Well, just in case you're unfamiliar and don't know what I'm referring to, you may not be the biggest NBA fan in the world. Well, the general general manager of the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey, sent out a very simple tweet a few short weeks ago, about two weeks ago, at most, I would say. It said, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. That seems fairly innocuous, right? Well... Not to the Chinese communists, I'll tell you that. Yes, the Chinese government was none too happy with this, and, well, they made that known. But you know what? That wasn't quite how CNBC described it. You see, CNBC, in one of its stories, said, The tweet, which was later deleted, drew strong criticism in the world's second largest economy. Interesting. That's a strange way of putting it, isn't it? They, they framed it as, Maury's then-deleted tweet drew criticism in the world's second-largest economy. Again, not from the government. See, that's the way I framed it. In reality, that is, that's who matters in this situation. And the way that CNBC framed this story, you would think that everybody in China, all one billion of its people, were in lockstep with the government in being outraged and in being upset that, my God, how dare somebody actually defend freedom, champion freedom, and actually criticize the Chinese government in some small way by supporting the anti-government protests in Hong Kong. God forbid, we can't have that. Well, yes, even though they are the world's second largest economy, the people who are ostensibly in charge of it, are so hypersensitive that they decided, okay, moving forward, we're canceling our relationship with the NBA. We're no longer going to allow you to watch games. Our agreement, yes, with our state-run television network, yeah, it's all null and void now. Sorry, go pound sand, NBA. So that's where we are in this controversy. But of course, as is often the case, and quite disappointingly, not only... Did Daryl Morey delete his tweet, but he was, I'm going to say forced to add an apology as well. And he said, I did not intend my tweet to cause any offense to Rockets fans and friends of mine in China. I was merely voicing one thought based on one interpretation of one complicated event. I have had a lot of opportunity since that tweet to hear and consider other perspectives. Isn't it always nice when they point out that they're being reeducated? Morey continues, I have always appreciated the significant support of our Chinese fans and sponsors have provided and would hope that those who are upset will know that offending or misunderstanding them was not my intention. My tweets are my own and in no way represent the Rockets or the NBA. Well, talk about putting your tail between your legs there, huh? My goodness, is this where we are in society? Well, if you're a huge South Park fan, as I am, you'll know that last Wednesday... It was a rather prescient episode, wasn't it, with this whole whole controversy coming to light? Well, naturally, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they couldn't wait until this Wednesday's episode to weigh in once again on the relationship between giant American business, particularly entertainment, and the Chinese government. Well, South Park, like the NBA, well, they've been taken off the air in China, too, at least in an official capacity. I'm sure there are ways to get it in the black market, and God bless those pioneers of, of trade who are doing, doing the Lord's work, quite honestly. But, well, Matt and Trey, they issued a, quote, official apology to China as well, and, well, that took a bit of a different tone. Matt and Trey said, like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We, too, love money more than freedom and democracy. G doesn't look like Winnie the, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh at all. Tune into our 300th episode this Wednesday at 10. Long live the Great Communist Party of China. May this autumn sorghum harvest be bountiful. We good now, China? Now that's just beautiful, right there. Just jamming it right down their throats. I I've never been more proud to be a South Park fan. I really I really haven't been. And quite honestly, I've. Rarely been more disappointed to be an nBA fan. What a bunch of cowards, and really the biggest probably the biggest coward of all may be Yao Ming, quite honestly, so that guy 's just now a toady for the Chinese government, and he goes along you know waving his significantly long finger in our faces when we dare to have a opinion that 's outside of the chinese government 's supposed mainstream. My goodness. I'm sorry, I have absolutely no interest in curbing my opinions, my thoughts, my freedom of expression based on what any government says, much less the Chinese government. What kind of an American sensibility is that? I'm frankly disgusted with the Houston Rockets and anybody who is bending over to apologize for these people. I, frankly, it's really impressive. We should you should see Yao Ming sometime. The way he's able to bend his entire body, his entire seven foot six frame down, and lick the boots of Xi Jinping and his boys—it's really quite an impressive bit of yoga and gymnastics. It's really something to behold. But seriously, like this is where we are in society. We're just going to allow the Chinese government to essentially guide our art, our expression. And certainly are trading as well. What, What kind of nonsense is this? This is actually a really, really simple situation when you think about it. You've got a bunch of Chinese people who are fans of the NBA. They became fans of the NBA because the previously mentioned Yao Ming came over from China and was a pretty big star in America for years, specifically with the Houston Rockets. And obviously, hey, the Rockets, the NBA, they wanted to tap into this, tap into this new market. And they've done it quite successfully to the point where actually Yao Ming's old teammate, Tracy McGrady, is probably even more popular in China than he is. Kobe Bryant is huge in China. You know, LeBron's gone over there. Steph Curry's gone over there. Listen, there's a ton of people who are into the NBA and are, are thirsty as heck for NBA content, basketball content. And God love them. I love you Chinese NBA fans out there. And I want you to have the product. And guess who else wants you to have the product? The Rockets, the NBA, Adam Silver, Steph, Steph Curry, LeBron. They all want your money, Chinese people. And the Chinese people who have the money, who are willing to buy NBA League Pass, who are willing to buy the new Kobe Bryant shoes, whatever it might be, you know, there's there's a free relationship here, a very peaceful, free, easy relationship here. So seemingly there is no problem, right? Except the problem is, well, again, it's the it's the communists, it's the Chinese government, they're the problem, and just the idea that they're willing to step in between their own peacefully acting people and other peacefully acting people in America who just happen to play basketball and would like to share their product with you in a free, peaceful transaction. Well, one guy who almost no one in China probably even knows, to be honest. I mean, you've got to be a pretty big NBA fan to have any any real idea of who Daryl Morey is. You've got to be pretty far into the weeds to even give a crap about who Daryl Morey is. So that just shows you how intolerant Xi Jinping and all these power-seeking idiots in the Chinese government are. So one point I want to make really clear here is that while, yes, they're obviously, by they I mean the Chaicoms, Xi Jinping, the people in power, they're obviously stopping a trade, but they're also stopping free expression. And the point I'm trying to make there is you cannot separate, as a lot of people want to do in terms of policy, you cannot separate freedom into, say, economic freedom and then freedom of expression. Because it seems to me that those things are inseparable. Because if you're stopping me as either The producer or consumer of basketball, either I'm the person in America who would like you to watch me play basketball or watch my team play basketball, or you're the Chinese fan who would like to watch that, pay for, again, pay for League Pass online, whatever it might be, that's your freedom of expression as well. You're expressing yourself as a human being that you love basketball and you would like to intake and enjoy other people's Expressions of art of artistry, which in some ways, obviously, athletics is just as movies are, just as songs are, and anything else. And clearly, we're seeing the Chinese have a lot of control on what happened in, for example, the Freddie Mercury movie, which name's escaping me right at the moment. What's what's the song from Wayne's World? Bohemian Rhapsody. There we go. I recovered there. Obviously, there was a lot of you know they, they soft pulled a lot of the the gay elements of that movie of, of of Freddie Mercury's relationship with other men romantic relationships with other men was soft pedaled in that movie and a lot of people criticized that well I got news for you one of the reasons they did that is because the chi Coms wanted them to because they weren't going to show that movie in China if it was you know broke Brokeback Mart- Mountain Part Two quite honestly so again. How do you take how do you remove expression freedom of expression and economic freedom? How do you separate those two things? Cuz if you start at ownership it all starts with yourself. You own yourself and then every other individual owns him or herself. So therefore how do we stop? How do we solve speech disputes? How do I either A, stop somebody for speaking or stop hearing them speak. Well, if they're in my house and say, I don't know, let's take like Donald Trump is obviously a, uh, can be a hot topic in people's households at times. I'm sure there's been times where a Trump supporter or a a non-Trump supporter have gotten into a dispute and perhaps that person was like, you know what? Get out of my house. I'm sick of you. I don't want to hear it anymore. Well, no matter who is right, in that situation, in your humble opinion, based on your values, no matter who's right or wrong, the bottom line is the person whose house it is has the right to tell that person to leave. So that's a pretty obvious solving of a dispute right there. But with public property, all of these types of things are extremely problematic, aren't they? You can't tell a Trump supporter or an anti-Trump supporter in a public square, in a public space that is paid for ostensibly by all of us with our tax dollars, you can't single out one point of view and tell that person to leave, as you can in your own house. It doesn't work that way. And guess what? If you're prohibiting me from, again, using my property, my, my money, for instance, to buy a microphone or prohibit me from using that microphone in some free way, then yes, Again, that's not only a property violation, a money economic violation, it also violates freedom of expression as well. I'm just telling you right now, it's going to be really hard when you really think about it. If you really believe that every individual owns themselves, it's going to be almost impossible to separate those things. And I would challenge any of you to tell me how exactly I'm wrong on that particular notion. And you know, finally... Getting back to that CNBC description of the situation, saying that, oh, well, the, the world's biggest economy, it's it, the criticism has come from this economy. Well, again, we need to stop conflating all Chinese people with whatever the Chinese government says, because guess what? The government and the people are not the same thing. We're seeing that quite obviously in Hong Kong which is what this whole thing started about. Uh, You know, if you ask the Chinese government, they're in charge. They're the ones, the people of Hong Kong just need to submit. Well, they're saying, no, we don't need to submit. What more fundamental of a disagreement can you have than that? So clearly, the government and its people are not the same thing, and they aren't in lockstep in their opinions. I mean, my God, again, get back to Donald Trump in this country. You're seeing a whole lot of varied opinions out there, aren't you? So when somebody like James Harden, again, famous player for the Houston Rockets, tries to then get out in front of this thing and basically apologize and say, hey, we love China, as if, as if Daryl Morey was saying anything anti-China there. See, that's the thing. He wasn't saying, oh, wait, boy, these Chinese people sure are stupid. No, he didn't say that at all. He said, I support freedom. In other words, I support freedom for individual Chinese people, and that means not the government. So just this whole idea of, man, we're just so obsessed with, I don't know, this the Roman disease, if you will, of like e pluribus unum. We all just have to be together and, in certain situations, and if we aren't, oh boy, we got big problems there, and you just might run afoul of the state. Can't have that. No, you should... No, be a a good boy like Yao Ming. That's right. Uh, Just this whole thing just grosses me out a little bit. It's just for these giant companies like, you know, take Nike, for instance. You know, they're willing to take somewhat controversial stances that people in their potential audience, their potential consumer base, some of them see some of the things that they've done lately as anti-American, Now, whether you agree with that or not, that is in fact the case. That's the perception. But here's what Nike won't do. I promise you. They're not going to do anything that could be construed as anti Chinese government. Anti they're not going to be any, hey, flag wave. There's not going to be any pro Hong Kong shoes. Let's put it that way. That's not going to happen. They are not going to take a stance on this. It's just not going to happen. Period. And if I'm wrong, I'd be stunned and I would be the first person to stand up and applaud Nike. But my point is, be less like the Houston Rockets and be more like South Park. You'll sleep better at night. And by the way, the Rockets, the NBA, they're doing just fine. If, they, if they'll if they just be patient, they'll get that Chinese money, they'll get that Chinese market eventually. Frankly, the hunger for the NBA product over there is such that there's no way they're going to be able to keep out All of the black market stuff, illegal streams, that kind of thing. And again, all you people who are getting the illegal streams of the NBA games to China, well, you people are heroes, in my humble opinion. And with that, you know what? Let's get out of here. Enough with my voice for another week. But hey, thanks again for tolerating me and my freedom of expression once again on this episode of Everybody Trades.